Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. My name is Trevor Long, and you can get in touch anytime. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. And uh, great to have your company each and every week. Episode 222, or 222, as uh, Richie, <laughs> Richie Benno might say. I'm a bit of a 12th man freak, by the way. Lots to talk about on this show. Um, we've got callers talking about uh, head-up displays, sat-navs, TVs, and what to buy. Plus, I want to tell you about um, Google's contact lenses. Is it the next Google Glass? Well, I have a very cool app for the uh, astronomer in you. A fun new game which involves image recognition. And it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. Uh, long-time and proud supporters of your tech life. And I thank them for their continued support. Uh, so much going on in technology. And uh, as always, this is the place where I try and tell you about it. And if you've got questions about it, Ask me. We can share them. Share the question together. If we talk about it together, we'll teach other people at the same time. I often get that. People send me an email and I say, hey, come on the show. And they say, nah. And I say, listen, and this is the truth. There's no benefit in me helping you via email with the greatest respect. I have a day job. I have a family. Uh, I don't have time to do tech support via email, but if you're happy to be helped or have a question um, answered or have a discussion with me over the phone, uh, we record it and it goes in the podcast. And hopefully it helps you. Hopefully I, I maybe learn from it too. But thousands of other people will hear it and learn something too. That's what it's all about. Uh, a talkback technology podcast. There's not a lot of talkback podcasts out there. And I'm pretty proud of the one that we do here after 222 episodes. Still going strong. Uh, thanks to Garmin, garmin.com.au, your tech life. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Your tech life is the name of the show, eftm.com.au, the place to go to get in touch. Anything about technology in your life, questions, problems, comments, absolutely doesn't matter. Let's go to the phones. G'day, Ann. Good how are you? Man, I'm, uh, I'll tell you what I'm loving life. I've just bought a new mixer for the studio, the thing that I push <laughs> the buttons on. It's all yeah, iPad right. controls. It's, it's just, I'm loving it, mate. So. You just, you just can't. You're worth, I, I think you've carried the bug over to me. I, I must admit, I'm, I'm that way inclined. Anything new, I'd love to get hold of it. <laughs> just don't tell my wife. Yeah. Ian, what can I do for you, mate? Well, after listening to, to your great podcast from LA, I, um, I've got a Series 8. Samsung, which I've sort of, it's the HD, but I've listened to the UHDs and 4Ks and OLEDs and everything yep. for the last uh, few months or so. And how old's your current TV? It's two years old. Yeah, right. Yeah. What, and you're worried, uh, you're worried that you need to upgrade it already? Well, I'm thinking about it, yeah. How well, big is it, 55 or? It's a 55. Yeah, it's a right. nice TV. And could you fit a bigger one in? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking another 55. Okay. As much as I like a 65, I think it's a bit too big for us. Yeah, but, it's funny, isn't it? Cause, and, and it's also it's the threshold that at, at which um, bad pictures look really bad. Do you mm. know what I mean? When you get a, a bad picture on a smaller TV, 
the the kind of TV compresses it down and makes it look okay. But when you get a bad picture on a huge TV, it yeah. just looks terrible. And, you know, it just depends what you're watching. But I guess the, the problem is that I would say to you, in terms of basic picture quality and everything, not a lot's changed in those two no. years. Um, these 4K TVs are spectacular, but there's nothing really to watch on them. No. Um, now, Sony have got a downloadable internet service. Uh, Samsung are talking about shipping their TVs with a hard drive with 4K mm. movies on it. But it kind of, you know, it's, it, that's like getting sent three DVDs and then not having the ability to buy any more. It kind of just mm. seems a bit weird to me. But so, so I, I wonder if this year is probably not the best year to upgrade if you've got such a, such a new one already. Well, I mean, so Samsung have released this, the F9 series. Yeah. And I've had a look at it, and it looks very good. It, it, when you say looks good, you mean the the styling of the unit or the picture well, quality? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, it is an upgrade of what I've got. They do look good these days. They've done a lot in the last two years mm. in just in design. And finally, I had a manufacturer admit to me that people do buy on the look of the television, not just the picture quality, because I've been saying that for years. If you've got yeah, an ugly absolutely. TV, it's the biggest thing in your home, basically. Of yeah. course it's got to look good. And you, I mean, you've got the... Uh, my wife or the ladies, they, they like that. It's their house too. So you've yeah. got a, you don't want a, a piece big of furniture for them. Black bevel around the outside, ugly looking TV, do you? Oh, no. Now, let me ask you this question, Ian. If it's yeah. probably a bit personal, but could you, could you, how much money could you whack out? Could you reckon you could get to five or six grand, or is that just Most crazy? Yeah. Most likely. I tell you what, you need to buy. Mm. You need to buy a 55 inch curved OLED display. Now, the thing is that last year's model that LG brought out started at, I think it was $11,000. I think it came down to $7,000 in just after Christmas. The new models, the the real advantage of the new models, the 2014 models over the 2013 model, is they're going to be 4K. But again, as I say, there is no 4K content. And the quality that you get, the colors that you get, on even the 2013 LG curved display are stunning. Oh, you know yeah. what? You need to go to a ha- ring around your Harvey Norman stores and find one that has an LG curved display in their sh- in their store. You know, I've actually looked at them. They they had them up uh, just up the road from where I am. And what do you reckon? I, it's a beautiful TV, but you know, I've looked at so many TVs. I mean, there's some old stock out in the, around. In particular, once you get out of Sydney, you look in the, in the, the bigger stores. Mm. They've got their old stock. They're trying to palm off, yep. and that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And and I think uh, the, there's a couple of big names who have really taken over the market completely, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Uh, well, only if you like, I can say. I mean, Samsung yeah. and LG to me yep. seem to be so front in front of everything else. It's you know. They're winning the race, I think, at the moment. No, I don't disagree with you at all. I think Sony knows they're playing catch-up. Mm. I think the little guys like TCL, Hisense, even Kogan are just trying to just trying to carry the coattails and Still take what's yeah. left over. Um, oh, the thing is, you know, when you're spending that that amount of money, you're not going to get much this year in the 2014 no. models until no. next year. So you're always going to. Can I? I'm sorry, but you know about the evolution packs. So the, that's that's Samsung? to me that's one of the best reasons to buy a Samsung. Now yeah. your twenty your two year old one probably yeah. is the the, the last. The, is, in fact, it, I, in I your, ordered an evolution pack and I cancelled. Would you believe? So yours is yours is um, suitable for an evolution pack. It is, but I, I I had so much negativity about the evolution pack. Really? So they say, oh well, all, 
it speeds it up, sure, and it's quad core, and it does all this sort of business, hmm. but doesn't do anything for the picture. No, it so, look. It, all it does is exactly that. It puts it changes the brain of it, and mm. it will change the uh, the smart TV interface. Will be upgraded, yeah. but it yeah. won't um, it won't do anything for the picture quality. Uh, but no. I got to be honest, I'm not sure you're going to see a better picture quality until we start seeing better content like 4K. No, yeah, that's right. So you've really only going to get you've got two choices. Um, go the cheap way and just get your evolution pack and get the latest kind of on demand content and and mm. smart TV. Or upgrade to the best looking television you see on on the shelves this year, mm. because really that's that's the only big difference you're going to get right now is is the look of the TV itself, not the picture. I've got to control this tech thing of me. <laughs> <laughs> I've you got know, too many of these people doing podcasting, inspiring <laughs> me. <laughs> well, mate, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could just run out and get a new TV myself. But I think you know. I, I think I'm pretty happy. Mine's 2010 model LG. It's 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 getting on. But we don't watch much other than Foxtel, and the the Foxtel HD is beautiful on my. I think it's 50 inch. Yeah. I wouldn't mind getting 60, maybe 65 inches. But I'm probably going to hold out to the end of the year. But I make that decision. I reckon. Yeah. All right. Good Trevor, luck, look, Ian. I appreciate your help. Good on you, mate. And uh, thanks for getting in touch. Catch you on the podcast. Good on you, mate. And uh, you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, or call 1800 157 157. And we do it all each and every week. Thanks to the people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technologies, and uh, so many great products out there, which we will talk about as time progresses, including the head-up displays and all those things. Um, it's absolutely fantastic uh, to look at these products because I, I say it, I've said it hundreds of times. Uh, the fact that you can get what you can get now for the price you can get it for is phenomenal. So example, and I'm just on the Garmin website, so this is totally, you know, you can see it as well. $169 is the recommended retail of the Nuvi 2557, 2557. Now this is advanced series navigation for your car. It's a five-inch high-res display, detailed Aussie and New Zealand Maps with free lifetime updates. So you plug it into your computer. It checks if there's new maps and it downloads them. It has the Garmin Real Directions. and also has free uh, lifetime traffic alerts. Uh, the Garmin Traffic uh, is, is there to help you spend more time on the move. With Garmin Traffic, your driving map remains on the screen at all times. And traffic alerts appear on the side of your map. And the messages are spoken too. Uh, Garmin Traffic can give details about the situation, how many minutes of delay to expect, uh, it can even confirm whether or not you're on the fastest route still. Garmin Real Directions is a very cool part of their product range. Um, it's basically redefining what we know as spoken turn-by-turn directions. With Garmin Real Directions, easy-to-understand driving directions that guide you like a friend using recognisable landmarks, buildings, traffic lights. No more stress trying to read the street names as you're driving through. So all very cool and all available on the Garmin Nuvi 2557 one of many products in the Garmin range, and those features are found across a large number of the Garmin range. So check it out. Go to the website, garmin.com.au, and then find your local retailer and get the best deal you can on a Garmin satellite navigation unit. And thanks for listening. Your Tech Life is the name of the show, eftm.com.au, the website to go to, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Let's go to the phones. Go, Richard. G'day, Trevor. How are you going? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? 
Uh, Trevor, I thought I'd just uh, touch base with you about um, my iPhone 3GS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must be the only person in Australia still using an iPhone 3GS. I, I was going to say, wow, uh, that's um, that's dating the phone a fair bit. I mean, geez, what year would that be now? So, uh, 2013 is uh, is the 5S. 12 is the 5, 11 is the 4S, 10 is the 4, 2009 is the 3GS. That's right. Well, I mean, so Charlie. We're going, we're going back a few years. I yeah. think, though, I got it late in the, the cycle. Yeah, so you probably got it only three or four years ago, yep. Yeah, yeah. First um, question is, why are you sticking with that phone? Are you just ha- really happy with it, or, or you can't get through another plan, or...? Uh, well, a couple of years ago, I um, I switched from Optus to Exitel and just went um, um, bring your own yeah bring your own phone sort of Fantastic. deal and it was much better than uh, much more um, cost effective shall we say. And what's your monthly plan um, with them? It's thirty nine dollars. Yep. And I get um, it's um, oh, it's pretty unlimited. Um, I think I get about five gig of data. Um, my wife's on her mobile's on on Exitel as well, so. Hmm. We get the Exitel to Exitel calls, and it uses the Optus network, which is reasonably okay. Yep. Um, so I'm pretty happy with them. So, and it's just been one of those things that uh, I bought her a 4S, my wife a 4S, a couple of years ago, and uh, ironically, she's got better technology than I have. Yeah. Um, you know, her argument, I suppose, was that it look you've got a phone, it still works, it still does what yeah. you want it to do. Yeah, it's um, pretty hard to justify seven, eight hundred dollars when, hey, you can still ring you. What's the problem? <laughs> you know, can you still surf the web? Can you get your email? Or what are you complaining about? Mm. So, what, what, what's, um, what, what? How's it holding you back? What, what problems are it giving you? Well, uh, every time a new one comes out, I dig and, and, and hope for a new one. But um, as I said in that email to you, we've just built a new house and uh, things are a bit tight. Just, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I that, feel your pain. That, uh, <laughs> that's right. I know you've just gone through the same thing. But um, everything's been, you know, like it's it, it's slowly dying from a technology point of view. The battery's not holding out, and mm. you know, it's, it's extremely slow. But it, it look, it functions up until when uh, the the new operating system came along, and all of a sudden uh, the apps started dropping off um, the the phone. Or sorry, yeah. not, they didn't drop off the phone, but they just wouldn't update on yep. the phone. So, what operating um, system can three GS run? Is it running iOS six? It's still running six. Yeah, you can't was, go to seven. You can't go to seven. Yeah. So um, I'm now up to 11, 12 apps now that, that uh, I've got about, you know, about 70 or 80 apps on the phone. I've, I've probably 30 or 40, which you know, completely useless. I really should get rid of anyway. But mm. um, uh, yeah, they just won't, they won't update. So I'm downloading the, the apps, you know, and syncing the phone to the computer. Mm. And um, it gives me a, an error message at the end of every um, sync, basically saying, um, you know, these are the apps that won't basically go onto the phone. Yeah. And it sort of disappoints me because, I mean, um, the, you know, Apple makes quadrillion dollars a year. Um, and the, I mustn't be the only person in Australia to have a 3GS still. But no. it, it just seems that with the new operating system, you know, I'm a big Apple fan, but it's almost like technological... Um, um, Purgatory. You know, yeah, well, that's right, and they're almost holding you to ransom to upgrade your technology because if you don't, you, you start effectively missing out. No, no, and I see where you're coming from, but I, I guess um, not to defend Apple, but, I mean, Apple can only support the oper- – so Apple only provide the operating system, right? So Apple made a decision when they released iOS 7 that it wouldn't go back as far as the, the 3GS because, 
frankly, iOS 7 is is a faster operating system. It does need the, the grunt of the of the newer phones. So so if you assume that that is always going to be the case, and it is, I mean, even today, you know, you, as of next month, you won't get support for Windows XP through Microsoft. These things have to happen at some point. A, a, a company needs to decide w- when they stop trying to build things backwards because if they built iOS 7 to be suitable to your phone, it wouldn't be as good as it is for me on my phone because my phone's yeah. able to do more. So if you assume that that's the way it is and you're stuck now on iOS 6, forever essentially then the bigger problem is actually the individual apps as you say and it's actually up to the app manufacturers to to determine whether or not they stop supporting those older operating systems so again they're making the same decision they're they're looking at their app and they're saying if we add this feature the app won't work anymore on ios 6 and they say to themselves is that worth doing is it not now the interesting thing is that an app developer knows to the person what operating systems are being run. They can see, an app developer can see how many times an app was downloaded, on what phone, on what operating system, and then they can see who's still using the app. So it's all well and good to have it installed, but if you haven't opened the app, it's not registering on their account. So they would have made a decision based on the fact that there are very few people using the app likely. Um, and I guess, mate, you're just in a bad position where, I mean, one man alone is not going to change an app manufacturer's decision to not support iOS 6. No, and like, and, oh, I mean, I understand the reality of the situation. Um, I suppose it's just a general observation of, of life that really technology is moving so quickly that yeah. um, these things do have a shelf life, and you know, even though they do work, they... They probably won't work after a couple of years. Yeah, look, I, I put it this way: you're, you, you know it, and that, that the fact is that you're up against a wall because, you know, money's tight and you can't afford to get another one right now. That that device, though, let's be clear, that device is still fine. So this is going to sound insanely crazy and and kind of even rude, but my very first iPad is now the device through which we're we're making this recording. It's now sole purpose is to play that little sting, that little jingle, that little music I play before I, I take a call. It does that. And it also is the way I adjust the level. So if I wanted to make you a bit softer, I use the iPad. It's it's a controller now for, for this audio system I have. And that's pretty much all it does. And as long as those two things keep working, and in fact, I'm not going to update it. I just won't connect it to the internet. I'm just going to leave it working like that. Some of these devices will, will have great life. Like I think about our old 3GS or 3G phone, and I could put some apps on there that still work and the kids can play with it. You know, it becomes, oh, you know, just another piece of technology that, that kind of gets handed down. Um, your challenge is working out how you get the new one. <laughs> well, I think we're this far into the new year. I think I might try and wait for the 6 and speed my case again. The 6 could be a mind-blowing <laughs> device. And here's the, the conversation I encourage you to have with your wife, and it is... Sit down and, and, you know, spend some serious time looking at the plans that are available because even though you're getting those Extel to Extel calls, mate, so many plans now are unlimited. Telstra's even announced that you simply cannot spend more than $150 a month on phone calls because they just will cap it. They, they just won't let you go over. They'll just keep, you know, it's free from there on. Um, there are, I'm on an unlimited plan with Vodafone, which is, I think, 50 bucks a month, and, and I get heaps of data. I'm pretty happy with that. So you might find that there's a plan that's slightly higher than what you're paying now and does get you the phone. But the other thing is, and this, and I don't encourage people to go into debt, but 
if you're smart with money and you know how to control your money, you can you can normally ring a bank and get a, a credit card for a thousand bucks. And by putting a phone like that on a credit card and then religiously paying it off at twenty or thirty dollars a month, uh, including interest, I, I, I accept that there's all those things. But do the numbers. Maybe it's worth creating your own plan off offline, you know, away from the the phone companies and seeing whether that's a way you can afford it. Um, because you know these are a long term device. You've got three or four or five years out of that phone. Absolutely, you should get the same out of the next one. Yes, yes, yes. You'll find a way, mate. But- I'll find a way. I'll, I'll I'll be able to yeah. I'll be able to get I'll be able to get my way eventually. It's just uh, it's just um, probably just a general message to yeah. to the very few of us that are using the three GSs that uh, that these are the issues that uh, you'll be you'll be finding down the track. All right. Well, I hope to hear from you very soon when you get something new and uh, and you're blown away by what you can do with it and uh, you know the apps will start working again, my friend. All right. That'll be great. I'll let you know when I get one. Trip. Good on you, Richard. And thanks for getting in touch. No problem. Thanks, mate. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au or call 1-800-157-157. Oh, fittingly awkward music for uh, my next conversation about Google. Now, I saw this story in kind of headline form. You know, tweets were mentioning this Google um, contact lens and I thought, what is this, the next Google uh, Smart Google Glass? Uh, I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Um, but no, it's, it's a contact lens that Google have announced they're working on. Um, and what it is, it's got a little circuit board around the edge, but it's also got a sensor in it. And that sensor uses basically the tears in your eyes, um, the, the moisture in your eyes, to check and monitor your blood sugar levels, your glucose levels. Um, the thing about it is, this is a thing that people with diabetes, for example, have to prick their finger every day, draw blood and test it and put it through a machine. All well and good, but such a, such a, an annoying thing to do, even if you get past the pain of it. So annoying. Uh, and I just think the idea of it constantly checking by your eyeball is phenomenal. So what they established was that the tear, the, the, you know, your moisture in your eyes, your tears, um, is a fantastic place to monitor the glucose levels. But, you know, harvesting tears, not an easy thing to do. So the idea is this thing sits on your eyeball. It's like a speck of dust in your eye, so you don't, it doesn't ruin your eyesight. And it's constantly monitoring. Now, their first iteration, they say, will have like a little tiny flashing light, and it'll flash a warning that your levels are going up or down. I think that it wouldn't be too long before it would have, you know, Bluetooth smart transmitter built into it and it would transmit to your mobile phone. Oh, that's absolutely reasonable to expect in the next five years. Google have announced that they're, they're, they're thinking about this or working on this because I think they're looking for partners, you know, healthcare partners that go through these kind of technological advances because you have to do clinical trials of all this stuff. Um, I think it's really exciting. I think some people freaked out by it, but... I think it's really exciting because you think about the idea of, and my mother-in-law had, you know, some serious health issues and needed a heart transplant. And in the lead up to that, while she was on the transplant list, every day a doctor or nurse had to come to the house and check different levels and things. Imagine, well, I mean, wearable technology is one thing, but imagine they implant something in your arm or somewhere that does a lot of tests on the fly, whether it's checking blood, whether it's checking blood pressure, whether it's 
who knows? And that information is constantly transmitted and communicated not only to your device, but even to your doctor. And they come around when they need to be there. They tell you what you need to do remotely. You know, the future of healthcare is reducing the number of times we have to go to the doctor um, and empowering us. I think this is really cool. Google's smart contact lens. Worth a look and a very interesting product that uh, I think will happen. I think it'll be interesting to see how long it takes, maybe a year, maybe two. Uh, But a very cool idea from Google. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. I'm joined in the studio here by a very special guest. What is your name? Jackson Long. Jackson Long. How old are you, buddy? Seven. Is this your first review? Second. What was your first one? Was it a game on the Xbox? It was the Xbox One. Wasn't it Skylanders? Skylanders 1. Yeah, that's right. Skylanders 1. What's the little product you've got in front of you that you've been playing with for the last few months? What's it called? Kobo Aura. 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 Kobo Aura. And what's a Kobo Aura? A Kobo Aura is an e-book reader. Right. And what colours the screen? Is it all bright and colourful or is it something else? No, No, it's kind of black and... It's black and grey and white. Right, yeah. How long does the battery last on it? Is it a long time or do you have to charge it every night? A couple of hours. I think it lasts several days. We didn't have to charge it many times, did we? No. No, we didn't. What sort of books did you read on it? I read... I read... A Skylander book and Three Boy vs. Beasts book. And how do we get those books? Do you remember? You had to buy them. Uh-huh. So I went into the store and I put in my payment details and I was able to buy them. And then did we have to go to a shop and get them or where, where, where did they come from? They came from the ebook reader library bookstore. That's right, just on the internet. Just happens wirelessly. It's all connected to the internet here at home. You tell me what book you want, and I can get it for you if it's in this store. What, what could you do when you're reading the book? How do you turn the pages? You can swipe it, or you can like get into the book. So you like get into the book, and then you just then you like you slide it, or you can just tap it. Okay. And it will show up something, and there's going to be like an arrow, and you touch it, and then it will just show you other things. Mm. If you can like skip, you could skip the chapters, or you can just skip a page. Chapter one is two arrows together, and the page one is just one arrow. Right. Okay. Well, how big is the text? Is it really big, and or is it hard to read because it's really small? It's kind. It's medium. Can you change that? Yes. Yeah. So you can put lots of text on the page or a little bit of text on the page. Yep. Does it still have pictures in the books when there was pictures? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes just one in each chapter. And did it, do you have to press a button to turn it off or does it just stay on all the time? You have to 
you have to just tap it and it will say the something. Yeah, good. How big is it? <laughs> it's kind of medium size. Kind of medium size compared to... So is it bigger than an iPod Touch? Yeah. Is it bigger, bigger. than bigger than an iPad? Nope. No. So smaller it's than an iPad, but bigger than an iPod Touch. Yeah, and it's the same size as a mini iPad. Right. Same size as a mini iPad, you think? I think it's probably a bit smaller than a mini iPad. I think it's just a bit smaller. Right. Do you um do you have any idea how much it costs? One hundred and eighty nine dollars. Done your research, buddy. Good work, man. <laughs> That's good. So, did you enjoy having an ebook reader and not just uh, having to read paper books, or did you prefer a paper book? I kind of like both. Yeah. So you can doesn't matter if someone gave you an ebook to read or told you about an ebook, you'd happily download it, or would you want to have the book? Like you've got all the Roald Dahl books. There's like fifteen of them, aren't there? Well, I've got now. I would probably think seventeen. Wow! And what book are you reading tonight? Gonna choose one. You're gonna finished. choose one. You finished the Fox one, did you? Yep. What was that one called? Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, what was that about? It was about a three men. Trying to get a fox that always steal their food so they, he wouldn't have to just, like, kill things. Right. That was Mr. Bean in that, wasn't there? Yeah. He was one of the farmers. What would you give that book out of ten? How many How many points? One being not many and not... One being not very good and ten being a really good book. Bean, I would say... One? No, miss the whole book, miss the fabulous Mr. Fox. It is. So if it was your favourite ever book to read, it would be a ten. And if it wasn't, you didn't really like reading it, then it would be a one. Say five. Five, okay. And now, big important question. So with the Kobo or an e-book reader, so when we do a product review, we give it stars. So five stars is a really good product. One star is a bad product. How many stars would you give the Kobo or a Ebook reader. Five. Five stars? Wow. That's awesome. All right, buddy. You've got to go to bed. Thanks okay. for the review. All right? Okay. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Now, um, I'm doing a regular little spot on a radio station in Melbourne about apps, and it made me start actually looking at the app store. I don't download a lot of apps, I've got to be honest, but here's one I thought was very cool, and it's a, it's a well-renowned app uh, in the App Store, the iPhone App Store. Uh, not specifically available for Android, but I'm sure there's a version, but it won't be as good as this one, i tell you right now, yet. Sky Guide is what it's called. Now, you launch Sky Guide, and it knows where you are, obviously, in the world, GPS. It also knows via a compass and accelerometers which way you're pointing the phone. So you hold it up to the sky, and... It shows you in the in the on the screen in the viewfinder, if you like, the the sky, the the Milky Way, the the constellations, uh, all the things up in the air, even satellites or International Space Station, the Sun, the Moon, and it uses you know tens of thousands of photos to bring all this together. But it then overlays for you the the layout of the different you know constellations and different things, 
Um, so I can hold it up at the sky now and I'm inside, but I can see what would be outside. And, you know, there's there's Hydra, which is a constellation that looks like a snake, my lord. Um, I can also do a search and find out where um, the Southern Cross is. I can see, I can see Jupiter. Uh, I can see where Jupiter is. So I, I can now hold this up and I can see Jupiter on the screen. And that allows me to then look behind the screen and say, well, where is it? Where? And I can see the brightest sky, star in the sky. And that might be Jupiter. I, I think it's very cool use of technology. And when you consider what, what these devices are doing for us today, very cool app. So if you're a parent and your kids have any, any interest in um, the sky, the stars, astronomy, Sky Guide. A fantastic little app, well worth the download. Uh, if you've got a cool app on your phone, let me know. Um, send me an email, go to the website, eftm.com.au. And you'll listen to Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life is the name of the show, eftm.com.au is the website, and you can call 1-800-157-157. Anytime you've got a question, problem, anything about technology, do hit the phones, hit the email. Love to hear from you. Uh, let's go back to the phone. Let's go, Bob. How are you doing? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Um, well, I enjoyed your uh, broadcast from or podcast from ICES. Oh, thank you, mate. Uh, you were one of the only <laughs> sources of information during that. Really? Uh, I think think on the first day you mentioned something about um, Garmin heads-up display, and mm. you had said you were going to possibly do a little bit of a review later on, and you never got to it. Yeah, they, you know what? The, their stand was so busy that I didn't really get to go hands-on with much of their stuff. And I figured, well, Garmin's one of those companies that obviously I've got a good relationship with, and, and basically I'm holding out for them to bring it here so that I can hold it, use it, and actually uh, talk about the product when it, when it actually hits the market. Well, I think it has, because I've seen it at Harvey Norman. Yeah, so that, that's what surprised me. They, um, they, there's been very, very little publicity about it. I think what they've done is what they call a soft launch. They've tried to... Oh. Uh, you know, basically just get a sense of the market straight up. So what is it that appeals about a, a head-up display for you? Um, you and I discussed this last year, I think, the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, personally, you know, sitting there driving and once in a while you look at the speedometer and you seem to have crept above the, the speed limit. And I think if, if the speed limit was sitting right in my eyesight, mm. uh, it would be a lot better at keeping under the speed limit. Um, there is a product out there called the Polaris heads-up display I've seen, mm-hmm. which all it does is the speed. Um, but the the Garmin one appears to project your whole navigation onto the because that's uh, where you're looking, screen. you know. And I I think uh, I first talked about this. Pro- it, it's two two years ago now in full because the first CES I went to, uh, 2012, I was amazed to see all these kind of head-up displays. And I, and I hired a car that had it. And, you know, now you buy a Commodore, it has head-up display. Yeah. Um, but, you know, very basic, but, but still useful. And I think, I'm, I think you're right. I think if you can have your turn-by-turn um, and, and speed and other information come up, boom, straight there in front of you, it's a hugely, hugely potential product, I think, for the market. You obviously do a lot of driving, Bob. Um, I do a fair bit. We drive a, a – we live out in the – um, rural area, so we do a lot of driving on the Hume and places like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, rural roads and going down hills and you always seem to be five, ten kilometers an hour over the limit when you finally look down. Mm. And it's not purpose, on purpose, but no. uh, the police aren't going to care if they <laughs> pick you up with a radar gun. No, it's not what they and, care. And the, the cost of a ticket's going to be more than one of these heads-up displays. And how much was it at Harvey's? 
I think it was around the hundred and eighty dollar. Yeah, mark. right. Well, it's, it's about one hundred and fifty US. So yeah, that would make about that would make pretty good sense. Yep. Um, the 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 um, the Garmin one does not have built-in GPS, so it's it's literally just a heads-up display that pairs with your your smartphone. Uh, so it's pairing with your smartphone to use the GPS and to display the nav. I wonder which, which nav app you have to use. You'd have to use the, one of the Garmin-affiliated nav apps on your phone. I believe so, yeah. There has to be some sort of connectivity between the two. Yeah, right. Um, it also comes, I notice, as I, as I kind of look at it, it comes with a, like a little plastic shield so that it can kind of project onto its own screen if, if it's not giving you the best result with, uh, with directly up onto your, onto your windscreen. So, yeah, I, I, I was looking for apps, and I found a free app that projects off of your smartphone or uh, other device, but it only works at night because it doesn't have the screen. Uh, yeah, so that's the, true. The yeah. screen helps you during the day. Yeah, okay. Well the and, and I'm 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 looking now that the Garmin unit needs to work with the Navigon app, which is the Navigon is owned by Garmin. Garmin. Now that's a fifty dollar app, so if you're not using it already, you you know, that you're shelling out that on top of the head up display. But still, you know, for the convenience of seeing it on screen, um not a bad look I reckon. Yeah, I think the protection of having it directly in your sight, eyesight, is yeah. is a lot better. So what will stop you or make you buy one? Um <laughs> having to buy a smartphone to, to use with it. That's going to be a, a rather on, high expense for me. Come on, Bob. It's time to upgrade, my friend. <laughs> I'd like to agree with you, but I don't make enough phone calls. Yeah, but you'd navigate here. Mate, yep. I wonder if, if it paired with a, with another Garmin satellite navigation unit, would that make sense? Or would that that make would be it... great because I do have a, an Oregon yeah, okay. um, navigation unit, which I love. And that's what I, I keep that on the dashboard so it's near my line of sight, and I have it so that the speed is a, a large display. So I don't have to look down at the speedometer. I just glance at the, the GPS, yeah, and right. I can see my speed. All right. Very cool, mate. Excellent. Uh, I look forward to having a good play around with that. I might uh, whack that in the Commodore and see whether it annoys the heck out of my wife or not. <laughs> Good luck. Good on you. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for getting in touch, as always. Bye. Thanks, mate. And uh, you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. All right. Uh, While we're talking apps, uh, I was talking about SkyGuide earlier. Uh, 100 Picks is another app I downloaded this week. Um, I don't know if you ever played Song Pop or Draw Something, you know, these kind of quizzy, uh, fun apps. This is... um, it's pretty easy, but it gets harder as you go along. And you start off with, with a couple of categories called logos and animals. And what happens when you load up the animals category, for example, if I click on it, I get four squares on the screen. And in this case, I've got four uh, spaces like hangman letters. And then I've got eight letters to choose from. Now, I've choose the animal category. I haven't pressed um, one of the four squares to reveal part of the photo, but I can see the letters L-O-I-N in... Uh, L-I-O-N, in the, in, the, in the group of eight letters. So I'm tipping it's a line, and it is. But I've now been given a, a word that's eight letters long, and I've been given 12 letters to choose from. I'm not going to work this out. So I'm going to press one of the squares, and I'm going to see if I can work out what it is. Now, it looks like a duck, but duck's only four letters, so that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to press another square. So I've now revealed two squares, and I'm tipping 
It's a duckling. There we go. So I can type now duckling, just like hangman, and bingo, I win points. And you win points. And the more points you earn, the more other categories you can buy or use and have fun. Look, I think it's just a fun game. You can share with your friends. I think if they if they get enough um, kind of interest in it, I wouldn't mind betting that they um, that they create a live kind of uh, ability for you to play your friends, uh, which would be very cool. Anyway, it's called a hundred picks one zero zero p i c s. Uh, it's on the iPhone and very simple, easy game to play. Good, good brain teaser. You know, keep your brain active, people. Uh, play a hundred picks, enjoy. Uh, let me know how you go. And if, as I said, if you've got other apps or games you like to play, let me know. We can share them with everyone else. Um, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. And thank you for listening. Your Tech Life is the name of the show, and you can go to the website, eftm.com.au, at any time to ask a question about technology, problem with technology. doesn't matter what it is. If you've got a question and you want to have a chat about anything technology, get in touch on the website, eftm.com.au, or you can call one 800 one five seven one five seven. Let's go back to calls. G'day, Virginia. Hello, Trevor. How are you? I'm very well. What can I do for you? Okay. Well, look, I'm phoning because I've heard something about GPS systems where you can be advised about lane changes and also map updates. You get access to map updates. Well, for a lifetime, I guess. Mm-hmm. So um, I heard this on 2UE. That was and, me talking um, about that. That's right. Look, I wasn't feeling that well that day, and I thought, oh, is this too mm. good to be true, or is this <laughs> actually happening? So the two, there's two things, and we'll, we'll approach yeah. them. Firstly, the, the lifetime map updates. Pretty yeah. common thing these days with, with sat-nav companies. Now, the big ones are Navman, TomTom, Garmin. Um, they're the big big three when it comes to going to JB Hi-Fi or Harvey Norman and looking at GPS units, the little thing that you stick on your windscreen or your dashboard. Now, to declare, I have a commercial relationship with Garmin. They're a sponsor here on the show, but I've tried them all. Um, I do love the Garmin's. I think they're fantastic. And something I mentioned uh, mm-hmm. on the on the weekend show on TUE was Garmin have a, a large range. Now, not all of them, but most of their new products do have free lifetime map upgrades. And I think you'll find that every brand has some models that come with that. So you just got to look for that sticker on the box, essentially. Oh, so it'll be designated by a sticker. You won't miss it in the stores oh, okay. because... And, and the so salespeople will tell you that. Sticker? Is that. Is that like they have to... I don't know. Oh, look, like, it's, it's a marketing message. Or? It's a marketing message. It's simply... Uh-huh. It's simply their way of trying to get you to buy that particular unit. So one one might be sitting there for 150 bucks, and one might be sitting there for 200 bucks, and the mm-hmm. 200 dollar one might have free lifetime maps in it, and it'll say that on the box. Yeah, that's their way of selling you. Because if you don't care about map upgrades, then it might cost you 70 dollars every couple of years to get a new map. But mm-hmm. if you want every street, every turn, everything that as it happens, then yeah. you know you might get three or four map updates every year. And what happens when you buy one of those products that have free lifetime maps is you need to plug it into your computer. Yeah. It'll synchronize. It'll check with the internet, and it'll download the new maps for you mm-hmm. for free. So that okay. is honestly, I think it's crazy to buy a GPS that doesn't have map updates I, I included agree, in the price. Because it's making it's it's becoming redundant. If yeah. you use that and you're actually out there using that GPS and it's not updated, well. It's not going to be accurate. Yeah, so well, I'll silly. tell you. I'll tell you a funny story, Virginia. I was in Taramara today at the shops, and uh, I was walking across uh, like a laneway in the, in the uh-huh. car park, and a guy pulled up in a van. It was a meat delivery van, like a butcher or something. 
and he and he called me over and said, "Mate, mate, how? What's the best way to get to Warunga?" And I went, "Mate, just go straight back out on Pacific Highway and north." And then as I walked away, I thought to myself, "You're you're a delivery driver. You don't have a GPS system. Mm, I mean, it's mm. just insane in this day mm, and age." Mm. Now, the yeah. other question you had was about the lane notifications. Now, yeah, what it is, this is, this is very cool. So you're driving on a road that you're unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. and it's a multi-lane road. And, you know, there's a lane going here, there's a lane going there. And the Harbour Bridge is the best example. You're driving in. exactly what I was thinking of. And, yeah. and, and it says, you know, which lane do I go in? Because there's so many, and a lot of them actually go to the same place. Well, what happens is on the, on the map, you, the, the screen kind of splits in half. And half the screen is the map that you're used to seeing, and the other half is just a, like an overhead view of the intersection you're about to come to, and it will put arrows in the intersection, so it'll actually draw a line on the lane in that map to tell you which lane to get into and which way to turn. Okay. And so it's, it's a great a visual system. notification. Yeah, it's a visual notification um, on the map. It kind of draws lines on the lane so that you know which lane to be in to make sure that mm-hmm. you don't miss your turn. Because the worst thing is you're in the middle lane, but it's the left lane that does the exit to the right or something weird like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. And those lane notifications. And when you're on the Harbour Bridge, my oh, God, you could end up anywhere if you get on the wrong lane. It's a nightmare, isn't it? You know, you could end up in, in, in Woolloomooloo when you're yeah. trying to get to Pyrmont. I did. <laughs> so. and, and also, like, with the lane notification... Mm. Um, is that available with the Garmin, the TomTom, or the what was the other one? The Navman. Navman, Garmin, TomTom, Navman. Now I know it's absolutely available on uh, on the Garmins. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't tested a TomTom for a little while, but I'd be amazed if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just they'd all call it something different. Now TomTom, I think, call it Lane Guidance. Uh, advanced lane guidance, which is the same thing. It draws lines on or arrows on the on the map. Uh-huh. Uh, so Tom, Tom, call it lane guidance. Uh, Garmin, let's remind ourselves. Garmin, call it uh, on there, and their Nuvi range is is their top of the line range. Um, a what lot was of that which again? Nuvi, N U V I, N U V I. Okay. Um, and they have it like a, a looks like a traffic sign says free lifetime map upgrades. Uh, they have uh, real directions, is what they call that. Uh, I'm looking for the lane guidance. I think they call it lane guidance. But anyway, you you won't miss it because it'll normally be again pictured on the box um, mm-hmm. because they want you to to see. I think they call it junction view, uh, uh-huh. which is their way. So every so everyone has a difference. But when you when you're looking a at a voiceover, will they? They still voice over. Will be a voiceover, hmm. but the lane notifications that's on by the a visual display. Correct. Correct. Uh-huh. So if you jump on the website of any of these companies and have a look at their products, normally the screenshot or the photo of the product. We'll actually have this on it because they want you to see this really well, cool Well, they're stuff. fantastic selling points. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They are fantastic selling points, and I haven't been driving that long. Mm. And when you said lane notification, immediately I thought of Sydney Harbour Bridge yeah. because it's like, where do I go now? The other cool one like, I mentioned on, yeah. on the radio was uh, the Real Directions. Uh-huh. Uh, Garmin have a thing where instead of saying, uh, uh, you know, turn right on, you know, Edward Street, it, mm-hmm. it actually says uh, easy to understand directions like a friend. So it uses recognizable landmarks or buildings or traffic lights. Ah, so it might say turn so left handy. turn left at the traffic lights uh, or turn left at the church. You know what I mean? It'll actually talk you through it as opposed to you having to look for the street signs. Fantastic. 
All right. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon what you need to do is have a look at the websites of those big companies and, and yeah. have a look at just try and familiarise yourself with the with the, the terminology they use, mm-hmm. and then just jump into a JB Hi-Fi or a Harvey Norman. Look at them. You've got to get a sense for how big you want it because they, they come quite small and they come quite big. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure you really need these huge big things um, if you just want to get from A to B. But you won't need to spend more than 150 bucks, and you get a fantastic quality product. Wow. And the thing is that I possibly wouldn't need to buy another one if I have that. If you buy the free map lifetime upgrade. map upgrades, yeah. you, you won't need one until this one literally stops working, which could be yeah. five, six, seven, ten years away. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right, Veronica, okay, thank, well, you, thank you, Virginia. So thank for you for that. getting in touch. And uh, mm-hmm. it was great to chat to you. And if you've got any questions about anything technology, you can get back in touch. Good on you, Virginia. Thank you so much. And you can get in touch. Bye as bye. Well. You can get in touch as well. Just go to the website eftm.com.au. Your tech life with Trevor Long. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading episode two hundred and twenty-two. Thank you to Richard, Virginia, Bob, Ian, uh, all of our callers this week. And um, hopefully you learned something. Hopefully I brought you some news that uh, that you hadn't heard or you heard a little bit differently from me. If you've got a question, a problem, a question, uh, just want to have a chat about anything technology, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, eftm.com.au or one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. Just get in touch, say good day. I'll I'll get back to you when uh, when we record, and uh, we'll have a chin wag and uh, see whether we can help you and and help inform some other people at the same time. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. You can listen to me on TUE every Saturday afternoon at four p.m. with Tim Webster. Um, you can also hear me in Canberra on Tuesday mornings at about eight twenty. Uh, Wollongong on Pulse. Uh, that's on two double C. Wollongong on Pulse. FM uh, about just after the eight o'clock news on a Tuesday, uh, K Rock Geelong um, seven thirty on a Tuesday, six uh, PR in Perth uh, for well it's be one thirty Perth time uh, on Tuesday, six uh, IX with Burjo in uh, breakfast time on Wednesday uh, morning. Uh, what else? Four BC Drive uh, with I think it's Ben Davis every Thursday afternoon, and I've lost track of everything else. Um, Tune in to Wake Up on 10. Uh, I, I pop my head up there every now and then. Look, it's great talking technology. I really enjoy it. Follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Tweet me. Say day. Great to hear from everyone um, across the week. Let's talk next week on Your Tech Life. 